Level one, yes. So these are brand new tabaxi out in the world. You, you've just graduated from kitten garden, and uh, you're on to on your way. <laughs> and um, oh, that's bad. I just got it. It's snow. Stop. <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll come out from behind the bush. Don't listen. Or, it's a snow job. Or yeah. And that's how I caught five fish on my javelin. Pretty cool time. Are there? Is the fur all poofy now? Chapter 244, The Kittens, Part 1. Okay. So today we're with a different group. Um, we've been bouncing around between the Dragonborn and the main party. And now we're back with the Tabaxi, but not the Tabaxi you're used to. This is a whole different group of Tabaxi. And so why don't we go around and introduce these new Tabaxi. And uh, we'll go on from there. So, Melanie, why don't you start with your tabaxi? Uh, my tabaxi is a barbarian. Uh, her name is Chuck with Hay. Um, and her coat is that of a lynx from up in the mountains. Uh, what, what kind of armor and weapons does the barbarian tabaxi from the mountains have? She wields no, uh, or she has no armor and she wields a great sword. Very good. So real, real Conan uh, vibes for this particular tabaxi. Okay, and then Sunset, why don't you tell us about, um, uh, or I should say, Jesse, why don't you tell us about Sunset? Yes, I am a orange striped tabaxi named Sunset Stripe, go by Sunny for short. Um, I am a very quick, reasonably intelligent wizard, and I, I'm happy to be here. Very good. Uh, any interesting uh, kit that uh, Sunset carries with her? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so you got robes, and what what do you have for a weapon? Um, I have a dagger and my magic. Okay, very good. And then sh uh, Matt, tell us about Shadow. So yes, yeah, Shadow's claw, claw for short, is a hexblade warlock. Um, Claw was, was made to fight in gladiatorial pits, and it is there that they made a pact with the shadow of the shadow fell, and as such was granted powers to make the sword strikes hit harder, and perhaps even cleverly hex my opponents, and as such I, uh, I gained fame through victory and was released. And through that, through these battles, I, I learned the dichotomy of both strength and mercy, which defines my personality. Very good. 
Um, and then uh, tell us about Snow, Owen. Yeah, I'm playing Glory of the Snow. He is a uh, Twilight Domain cleric. Um, he is light gray with dark gray spots and ice blue eyes. He wears uh, hide armor dyed a bluish black with details featuring suns, moons, and stars. And he wields a warhammer. Fun, fun, fun. And what uh, what uh, god does the uh, does snow follow? Snow follows Kernonus. Okay. Okay, and then finally, uh, Bryce, tell us about Nep. Nep is a uh, black tabaxi, sort of long fur, dark colored with a uh, leaf green eyes. Name is Nep, or his name isn't really Nep, but he goes by Nep because he doesn't want to tell everyone his real name because it's embarrassing. Tripped on rock. <laughs> uh, Nep is a monk tabaxi who cultivates the usual tabaxi art uh, ideals, lying in the sun, reading books, long naps, that sort of thing, and through internal understanding has become able to punch in different ways. Let's just hope you don't take the long nap. That would be Fell on sword. <laughs> We're just going to make up every name we want for him. Sounds good. Okay, very good. So um, this is where we are right now. So you are a group of level what? One. Level one, yes. So these are brand new tabaxi out in the world. You, you've just graduated from kitten garden. And uh, you're on to on your way. <laughs> and um, oh, that's bad. I just got it. That was a bad joke. Wow. The delayed reaction, bad. Fantastic. Um, anyway, um, so you um, have all uh, been located back at the Tabaxi Treehouse, and things have been very stressful lately. Uh, the uh, undead attacks have been coming. Uh, more and more furious. Um, the you know there's a heroic party of Tabaxi that were able to kind of head off the previous one, uh, but it seems like only a matter of time before it happens again. So everybody is sort of on edge. No one is you know sleeping very well. Little taking little cat naps at best, and um, it just you know the tension just seems to fill the air all the time. You're just waiting for the next shoe to drop, and. You know, like I said, life has entered this uh, semi-predictable pattern of just, you know, alarm, go take care of the alarm, and uh, then try to get a little bit of rest. It's, you know, basically a wartime footing at this point. And then um, in the middle of the night, um, sunset, your father comes up and shakes you roughly awake and says, hurry up, pack Things for several days were leaving. All I have is this robe and prayer book by my bed. So we'll grab it and go. We need to meet the others and take off. Pray that is all you need. Oh, that one is good. No, it wasn't. Yes, I won. Okay. Dude, it just owned kit kindergarten. Kitten garden. Is that something you really want to brag about? <laughs> Like, oh yeah, it was really cool when I was five. Anyway, um, 
so uh sunset you uh, kind of grab your a few things that you have and uh you know stuff them into a traveling pouch and you know blinking the the sleep out of your eyes you uh find yourself at the base of the tabaxi tree house and there are probably about a dozen other tabaxi out there and uh, most of most of the case you know you have older tabaxi but you also notice that several of the younger tabaxi that you notice, um, Truck and Claw and Snow and Nep, are also in this group, um, either dragged along by their, their parents or maybe just included um, almost at random with this party. And then all of a sudden you just take off in the middle of the night, heading north, or excuse me, heading south, away from the tabaxi treehouse and... Uh, off heading towards uh, Calium Sedes, the old ruins there and, and the, uh, the coastline. Um, and uh, you're none the wiser for why you're doing it. And you begin to uh, travel for a little bit longer. And then just about dawn, um, it, you know, Sunset, you, apparently your father is in charge of this group. Uh, he calls a halt and you all basically go and try to find the uh, deepest patch of brambles and brush to uh, flop down and, and get a few hours rest um, and uh, you pull up uh, pull up for a stop just as, as sun is beginning to rise anyone have any idea why we're here no I assume it will be something that we can handle in short order well you could ask one of the uh, adult tabaxi that's with you it is not my place to ask, simply to be told. I'll go ask. Who are you going to ask? One of the older tabaxi. Yeah. Well, you're... Uh... I don't know a lot of people. No. Yeah, you, you, you came down out of the mountains from one of the uh, the larger uh, readouts high in the mountains there. Um, so, uh, But you could ask Sunset's uh, father, who apparently seems to be in charge of this, or something of those lines. Sure, I'll, I'll ask him where we're going, where we're headed. Very good. And he says, ah, well, uh, I suppose you do deserve a little bit of explanation for spiriting away in the middle of the night. Um, Red Sunrise, you you know him. He uh, He's given us a delivery to make. He, he believes that something that, uh, that he's given me to deliver... Um, is the main focus on why the undead keep attacking the tabaxi tree house. Uh, so we are to take it and deliver it uh, to someone with the strange name of Galchabar, who uh, lives over in Waterfall City in Civitas Cataracta. Um, and uh, don't know how we're going to do it at this point in time, but uh, Red thought it was important enough that we should leave right away. So hopefully, uh, whatever it is that uh, we're carrying, hopefully that will uh, go and lessen the pressure on the Tabaxi Nation, and we'll uh, you know have fewer of the uh, incursions happening. I'll tell everyone else. Oh, and just so what I had as we left, I actually. Um, kind of hexed my my longsword before we left. So hang on. If we're so young, 
How did you enter into a contract with some powerful being? Well, as you may recall, that I am relatively new to the treehouse. Uh, as a young kid, I had been taken and forced to fight. And through there, I was contacted through my dreams and offered power in the arena in exchange for service. And power I did gain and victories I gained. And the longsword that I, I hold in my hands was gifted to me uh, along with my freedom. And I returned here. Undoubtedly, these cool. would be the fighting pits of the drow in the Underdark, right? Because that's about the only fighting pits around here. Undoubtedly. Very good. Okay, so um, Truck go goes and updates you on what she learned from Sunset's father. Needless to say, not a whole lot of info there. It's very mysterious. Yes. Okay. And you um, all bed down to try to get a, a little bit of a nap. And it seems like you've just barely closed your eyes. And then all of a sudden, uh, some of the adults are shaking everybody roughly awake and telling you that it's time to hit the road again. And this seems a little unnatural to you because it's probably at this point in time, uh, you know, mid-afternoon. And generally, when you are out and about as tabaxi in order to keep secrecy, you try to move around at night when uh, you can rely a little bit more on the, the stealth and uh, cover. But apparently uh, you are going to be taking off at about two in the afternoon. And, and uh, so within uh, you know, a few minutes, you eat a little bit of uh, trail rations and, and you're on your way again. And um, so you've been leave, leaving the treehouse in the, in the foothills there, the mountains north of Calium Sedes. And you troop along and they actually start going down towards the flats. And you are actually just on the edge of the foothills. You can actually see from where you are located uh, by the end of the day, the uh, Great High Road as it, uh, well, the fragments of the Great High Road as they continue south towards Calium Sedes. Obviously, this part of the road is not in any way or shape uh, maintained. And so you just see patches of the pavement that appear, you know, unburied from the, uh, from the soil. And... Uh, once again, they call a halt to everybody, and you do notice as you're going along that uh, they have a couple of the adults on either side that are um, just kind of out, almost as scouts, and they seem to be hyper vigilant. Uh, you know, any time a twig snaps or something like that, they just jump, and more than once or twice, they've pulled all their weapons out, um, only to have you know, for instance, a deer break cover, or it just be a uh, limb that has fallen off a tree, that sort of thing. But uh, clearly they are on edge at this point. Um, and it's actually kind of exhausting being on that much on, on uh, the guard. And so by early evening, you are ready to uh, at least get a, a short nap in as you approach the uh, remains of the high road north of Calium Sedes. And you all bed down again and uh, try to get a little bit of rest. And the, the adults tell you to, to get some get some sleep while you can. They'll, they'll be taking off again in a couple of hours. And this all seems very mysterious and also very um, intimidating, very scary, because clearly they're worried about something. Can I ask one of the other 
older people in our group what they're so on alert about. So yeah, you approach one of the one of the other um, adults, and uh, they just basically say, uh, "Well, we have an important mission, and um, we can't let it go awry. Um, if this is successful, we should be able to uh, lessen the pressure on the the Tabaxi Treehouse. But uh, if we should be intercepted, um, well, disaster will strike." So we have to be on our guard at all times. Um, he, sa- he says, however, um, if we are successful, uh, how much do you know about truck? I mean, we've we spent our long lives of five years together in kitten guard. No, so we didn't. no, we didn't. Just kidding. I know nothing about her. And I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, she appeared out of the treehouse and I, I'm making a backstory now. Okay, good. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, you know that truck is um, one of the, you know, barbarian folks of the mountains. Um, there are members of our race that maintain, you know, readouts high in the mountain, a little uh, fortified uh, enclosures, enclaves, um, and they live a very uh, rudimentary life, um, hunting and gathering and so forth like that. And um, that is where we are headed to. If we can make it to Svitas Cataracta and deliver what we carry, then we're going to continue up with the mountains. And, and hopefully the lot of you youngsters will be safe there uh, for a while until you've developed your skills and can perhaps be more used to the tree house and, and the tabaxi as a whole. Um, so that is our plan. Is there anything that we could keep a watch out for so that we could alert you if the thing that you're looking for does come up? Well, what we are most afraid of um, is perhaps that our mission will be found out. And if so, we should expect the undead to fall upon us uh, in their hordes. So, uh, you can you can see. I mean, we and we're jumping at every single sound, just expecting the next shoe to drop. So keep keep your wits about you, and if you notice anything at all unusual, um, it could be the next sign of danger. I will tell the others, and we'll keep our guard up. Very good. And uh, if you have uh, some good ins with the uh, gods, you might want to put a good word in for us. We. Might be able to need it. Certainly, yes. Okay, so um, you're going to go back and tell everybody. Do, do you guys want to keep watch while this is going on, or are, are you confident in the, the uh, adult's ability to keep watch here? I think the adults got it. They, they do seem to be have a, a couple of vigilant cats up watching both uh, both directions up and, de- and down the, uh, the valley while you're all napping. Okay. And you all knock off to sleep a bit, and it, you could really use it about this point in time. You, you got just a couple hours of sleep last time before you hit the trail again. Um, and then sunset. All of a sudden, you feel yourself being shaken roughly awake. And you recognize... This is starting to get old. <laughs> yes. And you recognize the, uh, the uh, shape of your father. And um, he thrusts 
into your hands a fabric wrapped bundle and he just leans down and says to you take this and run and don't look back we will catch up with you the adults will if not deliver this to gaucha bar in civitas cataracta and he says good Which luck direction <laughs> he says go south quick run and all of a sudden, actually, roll for me perception, uh, Sunset. 14. Okay, yes. And with that, you actually begin to hear, it sounds like there's a good deal of movement slightly to your north, um, like there are multiple creatures that are, you know, not taking any um, pains to uh, be stealthy and, and clothe themselves and are just coming through the woods. And then all of a sudden you hear the twang of bows and a shout and your dad just turns to you and says, run, run now, don't look back. And just kind of pushes you off to the south. Okay, I'll run, but I'm not going to be quiet about it. I'm going to be like screaming a little bit. Okay. We're, we're off to like dead asleep. <laughs> um, and for the, the rest of you, um, a couple of you are woken up by... Um, people shaking you, but a couple of you are awake, awakened by the sounds of screams and so forth. And, um, you know, the ones that, that are awakened, um, basically the, uh, adults tell you gather the other youngsters and get out of here. I'm like, what, what's happening? Who's there? And the, the, all they say is we've been found out run, run away as fast as you can. Why can't we fight? He says, there are too many and too great. He says, have you not seen what has attacked the uh, treehouse? You will not stand a chance. Now run, run quickly. I'm, I'm inclined to, to hold my blade and start striding towards where the fighting is. I'm going to grab him by the scruff of the neck and pull him. Okay. So uh, truck grabs you by the scruff of the neck there, Claw, and, and starts pulling you away. Hey, truck, what are you doing? We listen to our elders. We run when they say run. Yeah, uh, where were the elders when I was taken? Couldn't tell you. Let's go. Okay, and uh, you all take off into the woods. And um, so, uh, Truck, you and Claw are together. Um, but uh, Nep and Snow and Sunset, um, you find yourselves completely alone. And Sunset, you have that bundle under your arm uh, that your father had shoved into your into your paws. Um, I want to try to kind of look at it while I'm running. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you, you do pull it back and you open it up. And as, as you unclothe it from the fabric, you realize you're holding a very ancient, very thick book. Does it have any words on the outside of it? It does not. Um, the cover is is ornate and is heavily worn, but aside of that, no no other distinguishing marks on the outside of it. And that's probably about all you can uh, figure out while you are run, run, running away. Um, so how far are you going to run, Sunset? Um. So is it, it? This is all just pretty forested area. Yeah. So you are in the in the, the forested foothills. It's it's the oak woodlands. Um, in the foothills, they're right above the uh, 
high road there leading down to Calium Sedes and, and it's already beginning to get, get a little tropical where you're at. You know, there, there's some more, uh, thicker tropical vegetation and, and it feels a little warmer and, and, you know, more humid than it did, uh, when you first started out from the treehouse. Okay. Um, I'll run until whatever noise that's behind me starts to kind of just sound like echoes. Mm -hmm. um, and then I want to find a place to stop and try to figure out what I'm going to do. Okay, good. So yeah, you, you go until the uh, sounds of, and, and as you're running it, it, the sounds became a full on battle and you go until the, the sounds begin to, uh, to pitter out behind you. And then um, sunset roll for me perception and then um, Snow, roll for me a stealth check with a disadvantage. Ooh, 22. And that's a 13. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, Sunset, you hear the sound of a creature approaching. Um, once you're able to, you know, stop for a moment and let your heart stop beating so wildly. And, but there is a creature approaching you. I'm going to ready Ray of Frost. Okay, good. And um, roll for me investigation. That would be a three. <laughs> okay, you only see a um, humanoid shape in the dark. And it's maybe um, 10 or 15 feet away from you. And is moving along fairly slowly um, and carefully. Uh casting about looking whichever way it goes and snow roll for me a perception check 14 okay and you know snow you realize that just off to your right and in front of you there is another creature uh, roll for me investigation um and then i'm also going to use my vigilant blessing ability and that basically gives me advantage on initiative okay and yeah, and it's basically forever until I use it again, or I take the roll. That is also a four. <laughs> okay, so yeah, all you know is that there's a creature off to your right in front of you. Uh, what are you going to do? What time of day is it? So it is uh, probably about three hours after dark. Okay, um, and how far away is this creature? About 10 or 15 feet. You just kind okay. of became aware right when it was, you know, in your immediate vicinity. Okay. And, um, can we, is it like obstructed by bushes or? Oh yeah. So you've got some like manzanita bushes and so forth here. And, uh, like I said, it's an oak woodland and, um, but there are some little tropical plants beginning to creep in. So there's a, a good amount of, of low shrubbery. I guess I'll um, call out, um, you who is there, show yourself. And Sunset, you hear the happy sound of uh, snow asking you to show yourself. I'm going to fire Ray of Frost. <laughs> At him? Correct. Okay, roll to hit. 13. Does that hit you, Snow? No, it does not. Okay, so all of a sudden a ray of frost comes blazing out of the underbrush. Um, and um, th does a ray of frost have a verbal component? 
to be asked. It, yeah. Yeah, it is. does. Okay, yes. and and you you hear uh, the sound of Sunset's voice as uh, she casts a ray of frost at you that goes zipping over your shoulder. Sunset, stop it. That's exactly what someone who would want to harm you would say. It's it I it's it's snow. Stop. <laughs> and I'll mm. I'll come out from behind the bush. Don't listen. Or, it's a snow job. Or yeah. I'll, I'll go through the bushes. So you're going to approach um, Sunset? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the Snow, or wh- uh, whoever it is that says there's Snow, is approaching you, Sunset. Do we? Are you going to believe him, or what are you going to do? As soon as I actually see Snow, like, fully, then I, I guess mm. I will accept Yeah. As, as he gets closer, you realize that, yeah, it is your friend Snow from the tr- treehouse. And um, Truck and uh, Claw, uh, give me a perception roll. 13. And how about Claw? Hold on. Ew. Perception, you say? I do. Nine. Okay. So, um, Truck, you hear a commotion ahead um, somewhat to your left. Um, and it sounds like, um, you can almost hear the, it sounds like tabaxi voices. So it might be, might be your friends. I'll just keep pulling Claw this way. Okay. So, uh, Claw. I mean, at this point I'm kind of running along. I'm not going to suffer a brute to pull me along forever. (laughs) Sounds good. So yeah, Claw, Claw gives you no resistance then. And then um, Nep also give me a uh, perception roll. That is a thirteen. Okay, and similar to um, similar to uh, truck, you hear uh, the sound of Tabaxi voices ahead. Do I hear like the sound of spells being cast and stuff, or are they just talking? Um, you you heard some sort of commotion. You weren't really sure what it was. Is it? Really, the smartest thing to approach commotion at this time. Um, you're alone. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're all by yourself, so it, it does seem like it might be wise to go and try to find others, uh, you know, of your kind. Okay, I guess I will approach okay. stealthily, sneaky, you know. Okay, roll for me a stealth check. That's a nine. Okay, and then uh, snow and uh, sunset roll roll for me perception checks. Ooh, seven. <laughs> Ooh, six. Okay. We've got to be the worst tabaxi ever. I like how like the one time we're lost is the time we don't have a ranger. I know. Like, we should. I mean, I wish we had some super cool, you know, ranger that knew about forests and stuff. That was also tabaxi. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. It never misses with a bow. Yeah. Wouldn't that, that be awesome? <laughs> Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, Sunset and, and Snow, you hear the sound of a couple of creatures approaching from um, behind you and, and to your uh, right. And um, in a few moments, you actually hear the sounds of uh, Claw and Truck's voices as they're approaching. Um, they're not being loud and boisterous, but you, you hear them murmuring uh, back and forth together. And that's how I caught five fish on my javelin pretty cool time do you oh wish, hey guys do you wish to signal you just keep on trucking don't you <laughs> yep 
Do you wish to signal to them or anything? What do you want to do? Yeah, I'll call out for them as well. Okay. And uh, just about the same time that they appear, all of a sudden, Nep just steps out of behind a tree next to you. You never even saw him coming and gives you all a pretty good scare. Are there, is the fur all goofy now? Yes. Okay, and so there you find yourself. You are on the edge of the uh, foothills there, looking down at the remains of the high road, looking out over the mare, uh, glistening in the moonlight. And, uh, you know, you know, somewhere to your south is Calium Sedes. Um, you know, somewhere to your north are the adults, but um, whatever whatever's happened there uh, is... Uh, you know, quieted down. You have no idea whether they were victorious or not. What What are you What are y'all gonna do? Find which. I'm looking sound. around. I said, "Truck, you're the one who pulled me over here. Yeah. I wanted to go fight." So did I, but got to listen to the elders. I did get this, and I'll show everybody the book. That's a nifty book. That's a What's book. What's in it? I haven't looked yet because someone was trying to kill me. <laughs> Ooh. Snow does the, like the looks over his shoulder kind of thing. Like, there's nobody here. Not yet. What's I'll kind book? of push my way in and start looking at this book too. Yes, and it, it is a uh, like I said a very ancient tome, um, which of course as Tabaxi just kind of piques your whole interest. It's like, oh my gosh, it's an ancient tome. This is the best thing ever. Um, but uh, are you going to open it up? What are you going to do? I'll open it. Okay, and Sunset opens it up to the um, just kind of a random page. And uh, to all the rest of you, it's just gobbledygook. I mean, it's, it's, there's letters, there's words, but none of it makes any sense. Um, but Sunset, it does make sense to you. These are magical writings. And you realize you are holding... An enormous spell book. Can I tell how old it is? Um, ancient. I mean, the, the pages are weathered. And, and obviously, a, a spell book resists aging and so forth. So this thing has to be from uh, before the uh, the Mage Wars. It, it must be uh, a thousand years old. Do I recognize any of the spells? There I did are, study under some wizard. There, there are um, some very basic spells in there. Um, ones that actually, even ones that you know. But then there's also like pages and pages of these really complex spells that basically it'd be like, um, you know, someone who's learning basic arithmetic was suddenly given a calculus textbook. I mean, that, that kind of confusion. I mean, you're, you're just kind of actually in awe over just the sheer power of some of that, you know, suggested by some of these spells. So this is this is clearly the spell book of a very advanced wizard. Awesome. Um, I will kind of try to show it and explain it to the other tabaxi, but mostly I'm just going to be like really like hunched over it, kind of trying to keep it to myself. Well, they don't seem to be able to make heads or tails of this, so it doesn't seem to be a problem. But I, I can certainly see your eyes go wide um, as you encounter some of these spells and i say can you use any of these yes i say with all confidence no substance <laughs> very good actually roll for me a deception check 
And everybody else roll for me an insight check. Oh, yeah. Ten. Eleven. I know nothing about magic, so I would believe also you. Also ten. A hundred percent. Four. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you all totally believe that she is... Uh, is uh, completely confident in her ability to wield the arcane arts that are contained within this book. I'm like, this is good. Let us go help our elders then. They said they would catch up to us. And uh, actually, at that point in time, everybody roll for me a perception check. 18. Four. Also 18. Ooh, look at us. Five. I am way too interested in the book. 21. But I rolled an 18. Okay. Well, um, so yeah, uh, Sunset and, and Claw are kind of in, involved in their little discourse. And then all of a sudden, the rest of you, the hackles go up on the back of your neck as you hear a sound of a creature moving somewhere nearby. And... The gate is just a little bit weird. It's not a tabaxi, you don't believe. We should rush the two of them. Having fought many different creatures, do I recognize the gate of this? Um, roll for me a perception check. Or investigation check. Whatever's better for you. Fifteen. Um... Yes. Um, what this really kind of suggests to you, uh, the Tabaxi Treehouse has been attacked by many waves of undead. And this would kind of um, remind you of one of those minor undead that um, attacked the treehouse. You, so you think that there's an undead creature that is shambling through the woods somewhat in your direction. How far away is it? Maybe 30 or so feet away. I'm going to blast it. Okay. So actually this point Eldridge in time. Blast. At this point in time, why don't we roll initiative? And so truck, what do you have for your initiative? 12. Okay. And sunset. 20. Weirdly. Okay. And claw. 13. Okay, and Snow? 17. And Nep? 6. Okay. And so, um, roll for me a stealth check to see how well you can uh, surprise this creature that is uh, approaching as you're about to blast it with Eldritch Blast. Uh, just, just him or all of this? Just, well, just... That was a natural one, so I got a 4. Okay. Um, so yeah, there is no surprise. Um, Claw basically just bolts upright, steps out from behind a tree and fires off his Eldritch Blast spell at whatever this creature is that's approaching and uh, roll for me your, uh, or does it have to do a save? I forgot how Eldritch Blast works. That's a hit, right? Yeah, it's attack roll. Yeah, ranged attack. Plus six. A non-natural 20. Okay, you definitely hit it. So roll and your Elders Blast damage. I'll hold two points of force damage. Okay. <laughs> and at this point in time, it comes loping forward, and it's a horrid-looking creature. It's got kind of grayish skin, these long, misshapen hands that almost end in claws. His tongue 
lulls out and it comes loping over towards you and um, basically comes up and then attempts to rake you with its claw, their uh, claw, ironically. And that is a 17 to hit you. Does it hit? Yes. Okay. Um, so it gets you for seven points of damage as it claws you. How many points of does does a uh, does a warlock have these days? I have two left. I had nine. Okay, and then you must give me a Constitution saving throw. Twenty one. Okay. Um, so yeah, you are able to resist the effects of this uh, creature's clawing attack. Okay, and we are going to start at the top of the round here. Now that we've had the uh, initial round go by. And the very th first thing to um, react, actually, I guess we'll do the rest of the group here. So um, Sunset, you get to go. Okay, sorry. Describe for me again, what's the closest one to where I'm at? So there's this one creature that was wandering through the woods and um, it's, it's a misshapen grayish skin humanoid with these long fingers that almost end in claws and this tongue hanging out. Um, seems like some sort of bestial undead. All right. I'm going to just fire off a ray of frost. Okay. Roll hit. 23. Okay. That definitely hits. For four points of damage. Okay. And its speed is reduced by 10 feet. Very good. Cold damage, yep. obviously. Very good. And then next up is um, Snow. What are you going to do? How far away is this creature? It is right in your midst now. It ran up and, and uh, raked Claw with its claws. Okie dokie. I'm going to smack it with my Warhammer. Does a 15 hit? A 15 does indeed hit. And this is with two hands. Okay. For 10 points of damage. Okay, ouch. You do a serious hit to it. Very good. And Truck? Uh, I'm going to follow his lead, run behind the thing, and swing my greatsword. Okay. For a 19 to hit. You hit it. Uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. And you just see truck just slice it clean in two and down it goes. And it's really creepy because, you know, even though there's two pieces of it on the ground, um, the, the top part with the arms and stuff still gently twitching, um, it doesn't bleed. <sighs> it uh, just is very uncanny. Um, and then it occurs to you that this is one of the undead. Maybe the group of undead that attacked your group, and if so, either the adults were completely overwhelmed by this uh, attacking force, or um, at the very least, a group of undead got by them, um, and it's not safe to stay here anymore. We need to run. At least get moving. Okay. So you guys going to take off? Pain. Does anyone know where south is? Um, I'm going to cast is. Cure Wounds on Claw. Okay. How much does Claw get back? Eight hit points. 
Okay. Let me double let me double check the bonuses. Well, that will bring me up to nine, right? My full health. I nod to you and thanks. Okay, very good. And so you take off into the night. Um, actually, roll. Yes, it is eight. Roll for me a uh, survival roll. Just kidding. It's actually nine. Twenty-two. Okay, and so a uh, truck uh, basically grabs you by the sleeve, uh, Sunset, and starts running off to the south, or at least the direction she's pretty sure is south. And you take off for probably a good another hour uh, before you really start to slow down, and and uh, then you realize that you have this book, you have this mission, and you're not real sure what to do at that point. And that's where we're going to stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, yeah, so we've got a new group of tabaxi, level one tabaxi at that, and they've been given the impossible task that they have to carry this book over to Galjabar, and uh, no idea how they're going to do it. So this should be kind of exciting and interesting to see how it works. So anyways, the tabaxi are there, um, their parents and the rest of the adults seem to not be there, and they've somehow got to get this spell book over to Galjabar. How they're going to do it, I have no idea. We're just going to have to wait and see. And that'll all happen in the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>